You are listening to the postcast presented by the Locked On Senators podcast and the Glebe Central Pub. The Glebe Central Pub is your neighborhood pub in the heart of the Glebe. Visit them for great people, great food, and tasty drinks. They're located at 779 Bank Street. Make sure you let them know that Locked On Senators sent you. I'm Ross Levitan alongside Brandon Piller, and we have the entire postcast crew here. The same crew that you'll be able to find at the Glebe Central Pub on February 17th. We are on for the last time in the postcast in 11 days, and the Senators send the home crowd home sad and a few Sens fans happy. Pillsy, your immediate reaction following what was a 5-4 regulation win over the Montreal Canadiens. The Ottawa Senators are on a four-game win streak. Brady Kachuk scores the game winner. Positive Pillsy is here to stay, guys. I mean, yes, the Sens made it more interesting than it should have been. This should have been a much easier game, especially when the Habs are wearing those god-awful jerseys. They should have put them away earlier. But they don't ask uh, how. It's just how many points did you get in this? Two points. Two much-needed points up against the Habs. And have fun going into the break, Habs fans, losing back-to-back games to your Ottawa Senators. Martian, before I get your immediate thoughts on this one, I have to say the third period, back and forth as it gets. Twice the Habs tied it up, but Brady Kachuk plays hero. Martian, there was no doubt that he was going to come up big when they needed him. It's a freezing cold night here in Ottawa, but the Ottawa Senators are smoking hot, boys. And of course, it's Brady Kachuk, the absolute killer of the Habs, finishing the job. I was ready to tweet out Bucci Overtime Challenge, Brady Kachuk. And I didn't have to get to that point, boys. He finishes the job in regulation. That's what we like to see. And with a target on his back from earlier in the game. We'll get into all that, but can, can we say this was the game of 20s? I mean, goal number 22 for Tim Stutzla, his second of the night. That ties his season total from last year. And goals number 20 for both Brady Kachuk and Claude Giroux, Pilsy. One of your francophone bets hit, and that was sick to see. Yes, one of the francophone bets hit. I, I wish we could have had uh, all four, but hey, they get the win ultimately. I'm a happy guy. Like that was so damn close, but Brady Kachuk gets it done. And that Selly at the end, where him and Timmy are giving it to the fans, Holy you crap. love to see that. You love That's to see that. That's just pure gold, especially after all the drama of Timmy dealing with Habs fans and on- yeah. online or wherever. I mean, even if you go and look at his, uh, you know, Instagram co- uh, comments at that time, like Habs fans were basically harassing him like a bunch of losers Same. with nothing better to do. And for him to really shout for them, that was just glorious, man. And he's going to keep doing that. They better get used to it. <laughs> just another <laughs> great night at the office. My favorite. That, that I tweeted out at Send Central was that tonight, Tim Stutzla, two goals and an assist. Sorry, my apologies. He added a fourth. He had already yeah, got a fourth on night. He, was, he already had more points in the Bell Center than Brendan Gallagher has in 12 games this year. But then he had to double him with that assist on the fourth goal. Now, on the game winning goal, the fifth one. Now, can I just give a little stick tap to Nikita Zaitsev for starting that play in his defensive end? Absolutely. He, he looked off Thomas Shabbat on the D-to-D, pivots, goes up the wall, Timmy gets speed, and away they go two-on-one, and, and Brady finishes off uh, on the far side. That was just as smooth of a transition play as I think you can get. Um Zaitsev had a pretty decent game, actually, overall, with the, the cannon that yeah. went off the, the glove, the tip of the finger of Claude Giroux to open the scoring. Pilsy, this was just a, a great team effort, despite, and we'll get into it, like that third period, pretty sloppy, sloppy overall for Ottawa. Yeah, definitely not the way you want uh, the game to wind down there, but ultimately they get it done. But I, re- I thought Zaitsev had a great game too, Ross. He had the green light offensively, and uh, he was going for it. You love to see that from a guy with no goals on the season. But this is a game where the Ottawa Senators, they rely on their power play, but sometimes that's what you got to do. You have to lean on your strengths, and ultimately it's a couple power play goals that really help this team out. Certainly. The Sens got six shots in the third period, but when two of them go in, 
it makes it a little bit easier to yeah. swallow. Let's go to the biggest storyline in this game. Martian, you look a little uh, pixelated. I hope you can hear me well. You, you look fine, but... Uh, I, I think that's my internet, boys. It's a little... Oh, you're hitting a little snag. No way. We're not getting into the bar Wi-Fi situation with Jack. I think Martian will be all right. No, no, you'll be fine, Martian, because before we get to our Sen Central standouts and kind of working our way through the the game summary... Marsha, we got or Pillsy, we got to hit on this this Brady Kachuk Arbor Jack Eye oh. sideshow. Is it even worth our time? I mean, it's certainly not worth Brady's time, and he knows that. And look, Brady's not one to back down from a challenge, but he's not stupid. He's not just going to put himself in danger's way just to give the Habs a chance to get momentum back. It's, it makes so much more sense. You don't want your game-winning goal scorer, Brady Kachuk, in the box for five minutes, and the trade-off is somewhat. Some depth defenseman. Depth defenseman guy. I don't even know his name. He's a joke. He's a bit of, of a goon out there, Pills. Yeah, he's just a goon. It's not worth Brady Kachuk's time, so he doesn't bother with that. I like the Brady Kachuk when Kovacevic came over, waivers this year. He's just like, get out, go away. Yeah, shoe fly. Like, shoe. get out of here. Not only is that a terrible, that's just the worst trade off the Sens could ever have. Like Brady's got to be smarter than to to go with him. Not to mention, that's not the guy you want to go with, Brady. Like no, exactly. (laughs) That's the thing. Brady's not stupid. That's the guy you want on the ice. And sure enough, he's (laughs) he's got the best seat in the Bell Center for the game winning goal. He's literally at the top of the crease, staring into his own net. And he scored a goal for the Sens last game. So and he was dash four last game as well. So. Let, let's this keep guy. him out there as long as possible. He can run around and be a joker and smile his way through his little whatever he wants, the shenanigans in, in the corners all he wants. But for me, it's like Arbor Jack Eye versus Brady Kachuk is something that we should never see because they're not even in the same realm of, of, of player. Oh, not even close, man. And next, uh, hopefully next time we'll see Tyler Clevin on the other side of this rivalry and we'll go, we'll go meet for meat if you want to get in to that type of thing. But I love the way they kind of, they attacked him when he had the puck as they should force him into turnovers. Just not a great defensive hockey player right now. And they punished him. Brady Kachuk gets his lick in and with five seconds left in the period, the Habs score to make it a one goal game going into the third. There is, I I would be sitting here swearing at Brady Kachuk if he took himself off the ice for five minutes when that happens. So all in all, Brady standing right in front of the net on the initial go-ahead goal in the third period. Then he puts the the final nail in the coffin in the in the final minute and a half of the game. So this was just played wonderfully. Habs fans can mm-hmm. can go on their end. Nobody, by the way, has more fans that tweet out gifts for than the Habs do who focus so much on the officiating and that they're hard done by than the Montreal Canadiens. And then they turn around to like, oh, you're going to celebrate in this situation? Yeah, you would have done the exact same thing, homie. <laughs> so it's hilarious how they can switch. They they can switch two-faced like a Habs fan. Big time. Well, well, one of the referees out there tonight was from Quebec. So that, that tells you a lot. And he didn't make a single call for the Sens tonight, as far as I could tell. So that's 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 what we're looking at there. I got to check the scouting, the refs on that. Give me a minute. But I'm pretty sure uh, he didn't make any calls on the in, for the Sens' favor. And he's probably got one of those records where it's it's favoring the opposition uh, or, uh, you know, the Habs when he's out there. So the Senators and Habs each scored twice on the power play. Ottawa only went to the man advantage three times. The Habs had five power plays in this game. Shots on goal favored Montreal, 32-29. They actually had the better of Ottawa in the faceoff dot, 59-41%. to And then you look at the shot breakdown, and that's where it looks a little concerning. Ottawa was outshot 13-6 in the third period. Not necessarily what you want to see, but the battle of this team certainly showed it up when they needed it. Most, But this game started with a bang, bang. Claude Giroux gets that goal we mentioned, deflected off a Zaitsev shot. Shabbat with the other assist on that opening goal. Sends a scored first in five straight games. That's a nice little stat. And then Tim Stutzla, not even a minute later. What a feed for Mattia Joseph to send him in behind the defenseman. Pilsy, how'd you see that play develop? 
I love that play because, Ross, I'm going to even replay Pilsy over here from back in her days in Belleville. I'm going to scroll that back even farther on that play because Brady makes a great bank pass off the boards right to Joseph, and that's what starts it. And what I like that Joseph does here, and I've seen a lot of play uh, Sens players do this more often, is they'll pivot and turn their back towards the opposition to kind of take that guy out of the play and then that allows time for the trailing players to catch up a little. And that's what Joseph does on that play. He stops up. Then he feeds Timmy in front. It goes off of Harris's skate. Timmy gets it. And he goes top shelf. Like, that's a great goal by Tim Stutzler right there. 21st of the year. Joseph's eight, eighth assist. Brady Kachuk gets his 31st assist. And then Kirby Doc, just kind of a bang-bang play side of the net. Rebound. Hoffman, they kept teeing him up, teeing him up, teeing him up. And then they try the other side. Suzuki goes down low. Doc makes a nice play at the goal goal mouth. 2-1 game after the first period. Stayed that way until four and a half minutes left in the second period. Power play for Ottawa. What a feed this time from Tim Stutzla. Thomas Shabak gets a secondary assist. But Pilsy, talk about threading the needle. Or Martian, I'll tee you up with yeah, this one. The, the way that Stutzla teed up the cat. And I don't care whether you're Jake Allen with an 828 save percentage tonight or you're Dominic Hasek at his prime. Nobody's stopping that shot. No, that was an absolute bullet. And that pass, you said it, Ross, like, I mean, one touch pass straight through that seam. Defenders didn't have a chance on the pass, and Jake Allen had absolutely no chance on that shot because that was just about barred down, right top shelf. Um, and say what you will about Debrinket's finishing ability, it looked pretty good on that one. So no complaints over here, looking good. After that goal, gave Ottawa another lead. It was short-lived, as I mentioned. Mike Hoffman in five seconds remaining. Classic Mike Hoffman goal, right? You just have to tip your hat. That's his one ability that's plus, plus, plus. Some other things about his game that you probably don't like, but <laughs> hey, when he converts on on shots, I was actually surprised it was only his ninth goal of the year. Really, yeah. was that was kind of what surprised me in all of that. Start of the third period, I thought Ottawa was on its heels after that kerfuffle where Brady Kachuk should have just looked at Arbor Jacki and given him one of these. I don't even know what he's thinking. He's just a complete brickhead. He's got nothing up there. A bad, bad guy, bad player, but what a joke he is. What a joke he is indeed. Start of the third period, yeah, I, I felt like they were a little bit preoccupied with that. Brady was chirping the bench a couple times. They were kind of yeah. forgetting that this still game had, had a few minutes left in it that needed to be taken care of. Uh, Raphael Harvey-Pinard, buzzsaw type player from Laval. He gets uh, a little, I don't even want to call it a cheeky goal, but a uh, nice play from Nick Suzuki. Got to give credit on the pass there. And uh, and he finishes that playoff. Pilsy, once they tied it the second, or sorry, the first time at three, at that point, are you like, uh-oh, Sen's been on their heels or did you maintain your confidence that they were going to come out with the win? I was still pretty confident because there was quite a bit of hockey left, but I was a little bit nervous just because, that was a flat start to that third period for the yeah. Sens. But Ross, I'm not kidding. I was so confident the Sens were going to win the, this game. Those jerseys are just so damn bad for the Habs. And they haven't won a single game with them. I responsibly emptied my account on the Sens live betting on this one. Responsibly <laughs> cashed it all out. I hesitated for a second. And I was like, no, you got to go with it. These jerseys suck. Boom. All in and... It paid off, but yes, when the Habs tied it up so quickly, back-to-back times in that third period, I did get a little bit nervous there, not going to lie. Then the second time they tied up at, uh, or sorry, then Ottawa takes a lead, 4-3, another power play goal. Uh, Martian, walk me through what you saw in Tim Stutzler's 22nd of the year. Ooh. Well, Timmy just decided to take over the game yet again here. And, and as soon as that puck got on his stick, kind of in that high slot area, and he walks it in like that, and, and Brady Chuck's standing in front of the net like a tree, like a, just a great wise oak standing there. Jake Allen can't see a thing, and that's a perfectly placed shot. Not necessarily the, uh, the hardest shot, but just perfectly placed right between the defender and Brady, and it goes right by Jake Allen. Another one past Jake Allen in that game. Pilsy, the last time the Sens lost to the Habs, you were in attendance, and they've played four times, five times now since, and it's been beatdowns. This was actually a closer game than we've seen. So people saying perfect tank game, man, we've been in the deep tank, and all I have to say about it is you still want to beat your rivals. Yes. Yeah, so that's what we talked about. That was our new adjusted expectations, Ross, or when the rivals are in town, especially in Montreal and Ottawa, 
you got to beat them. you got to win these games. And when you can string along a four-game win streak going into this stretch, that's got to feel so good for the guys. Get some time off. Go on a nice, sunny, warm vacation. Come back hungry. Because when you can stretch along win streaks like this, I'm reloading that NHL wildcard standings a little bit more often than I was before this win, win streak started. Let's just say that. Dare I say about the upcoming 11 ga- days off for Ottawa? Dare I say this? Rest is a weapon. Rest, <laughs> Maybe. Rest is a weapon. Rest is a weapon. Although the way they're going right now, you almost want to keep this momentum rolling. Like you, This is the kind of street that they can ride. Um, so I, hopefully rest is a weapon. I think it is, but, you know. Rest is a weapon. I've, if I hear that one more time, I'll go crazy. Maybe I'm Martian, I, I went full gear on that. <laughs> yeah, I agree with you. You wish they could get some more games in while they're hot, but hey, if you had to, if you asked me, would you rather go into a break on a four-game win streak or a four-game lose streak? I'll take well, the win I mean, streak. Yeah. I'll take it. Hundred percent. Yeah, it's gonna feel good for these guys to be able to take this break and then now go and do whatever they're doing on their break and enjoying their time. And just being able to reset and ride that high of that, the win streak, the team vibes have got to be good. I'm sure a few of them are going on vacation out there together. So um, <laughs> I hope they have a great time. They've earned it. Well, Pilsy and I, I guess, are built different because we're going to bring the podcast with us on our midseason vacation later on this month. But just built different. Just start you know? covering Belleville for a few weeks. Eh? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. No, it's going to be great. And thanks to Dave Thornhill. We appreciate you. Anyone who wants to throw a couple of uh, coins in the uh, guitar case, as we call it, just leaving it wide open, you're welcome to do so. But absolutely, by no means is there any pressure to. But there was pressure on the Ottawa Senators after this game was tied up at four. You could hear the Bell Center getting into the game. Another reason why it's like, okay, don't give me this. It's actually better to lose garbage. Because the man who you had the opportunity to draft third overall in 2018 continues to own the franchise. If I had to throw this at you, Pilsy, trivia time, your favorite. How many game-winning goals does Brady Kachuk have against the Montreal Canadiens? Five. Martian, your guess? I'll say six. The correct answer. I want to give some time for everyone in the chat. Uh, it's four, I know man. that he's had, you know, he's had, even his rookie season, he scored an overtime game winner. So there's one. In recent memory, I mean, there's at least a few. So I'm yeah. thinking around six. So Brady Kachuk has 17, sorry, 18 now, 18 career game-winning goals. Five of them have come against the Montreal Canadiens. I've been I crushing the trivia lately, eh? Damn. You're on a heater. Woo! Five. Maybe Let's we'll go. Head head. That's Maybe really we'll good. Head at the Glebe Central Pub. Maybe we will go head-to-head at the Glebe Central Pub. Trivia on February. Oh, God. Please don't do that to me live in person. <laughs> oh, boys. We got to get after it. It's going to be an absolute time at the Glebe Central Pub. The Glebe Central Pub is in the heart of the Glebe. Great people. Great drinks. We love our friends at the Glebe Central Pub. They're sponsoring the postcast all year long. Not only the postcast, Pilsy, but the Glebe Central Pub is your home for all pregame and postgame festivities on February 17th. 779 Bank Street. The shuttle tickets are now on sale. You can find that on our link tree. So find our link tree or go straight to GlebeCentralPub.com. Sends bus. It includes a ticket to the live show before we leave the bus is leaving at 5 40 but our live show starts at four o'clock on february 17th ahead of chris neal jersey retirement day doodling daryl is making an elite poster oh we're gonna do the sneak peek brought to you do by our friend are we doing the sneak peek i'm begging i don't know if these people are ready for it but oh, you know i don't know we got 365 people here easily our biggest postcast ever we don't have a postcast for a while it. I think the people Treat deserve the people. it, Ross. They deserve the it. people earned it. Doodling Daryl is an absolute legend. I don't know. How about if we get to 380? If we at any point get to 380, so go on to your significant other's computer, log in on multiple devices, and if we get to 380 in the chat, we Only will 15 give away. peek to maybe the coolest poster I've ever seen. I'll make this happen right now. I'm, I'm sitting on <laughs> Glebe Central Pub. Glebe Central Pub. We love our friends at the Glebe Central Pub. Go check them out, 779 Bank Street, and make sure they know that Locked On Senators sent you. All right, fellas. The Ottawa Senators have won four straight games going in 
to the all-star break. The all-star break, because I made a little boo-boo the other day on the pod. Although, guys, did, did you see... Did you see that they had a Christmas season commercial during the broadcast? I can't even remember what it was like. Milk. It was milk. It was mi- leaving milk. You thought you're losing your mind. Yeah. People have to know that because I I immediately thought I was like, were they listening to the pod? Were they listening to the pod? That's hilarious. So the Sens win six. Sorry, five, five, four in regulation. <laughs> My goodness, numbers are hard. Math guy oh, over here. You, you do need a not a doctor uh, for Pillsy t-shirt. I, I wish we could do that and have the Simpsons uh, Dr. Nick guy as uh, like the meme of him there. With now. your face on it. We can do the cartoon oh, Pillsy nice. face. Martian. I, I mean, that's in my projects. repertoire. I can, yeah. I can pull that off. All yeah. right, cool. Love it. Love I'll it. do it. I'll, I'll design it. Yes. Oh, we are getting dangerously close to 380, Ross. I hope you have that poster pulled up. You guys are going to love it. I just this. tweeted again. If a few more people share it, I'm sure people will join. I think we can make this happen. Uh, yeah. uh, fellas, can I get some help as well? Who has the goggles right now? Uh, is it who, or Drew? Give them to. Is Claude? <laughs> no, because it was after the Montreal game. I think Claude had them on Friday. We are so bad at remembering the goggles. I know. Sh- Shabby has them? Oh. Yeah. Bob, <laughs> Bob Jones gave Forzy, them to Forzy, Shabby. Forzy. Yeah, I think it's Forzy. Bob Jones was like three wins ago. Martian, keep up. They can't lose. <laughs> oh, no, I know. Somebody said Shabby. I said, yeah, I, I agreed. It was Forzy. It was, Forzy I said Forzy right at the hop. Yeah. Everyone knows. Everyone knows that Forzy has them. Uh, Anton Forsberg, who gets them tonight? It's basically Brady Kachuk or Tim Stutzler, right? Yes. I would I would throw Thomas Spott in there uh, as well. Three assists, but he just had them. And also, I mean, Tough a four-point night. Timmy, Timmy hasn't – has he had them this season? I think maybe once. So, I think he's yes. due. Ridley uh, Gregg hasn't got them yet either. Oh, we're at 400, Ross. The people have earned it. 400. Let's it, go. Let's All share right. this thing. Let's see. Woo! All right. I will pull it up right now. Uh, it's going to be straight. Actually, I'll do it from uh, fr- from here. This is one of the coolest things. I'm so excited. Doodling Daryl, by the way. He's not on Twitter anymore, but you guys have to go check out Doodling Daryl on Instagram. Buy his, his stuff. It's actually super cool. All right. Let, let's see here. Yeah, and let's get 400 likes in here. Why not? Let's get the, get the thumbs up rolling. All right. I need immediate reaction from everybody here. How are we feeling about the first draft? There could be a change or two, but... Doodling Daryl, if you're here in the chat, sorry, I'm not asking permission. I'm just showing it up. There we go. The Glebe Central Pub present. <laughs> Locked on Senators Live. Look at the boys. We look incredible. Boots on the bus. 445 live show. 540 shuttle to the CTC post game at the Glebe Central Pub. Look at that. Look at the garlic sauce dripping <laughs> off my shawarma palace. Like that's about as that's about as sick as <laughs> Obviously, we got the Chris Neal. We got the Chris Neal 25 banner. One of my favorite is obviously we got the two buses, right? Yep. On the left, there's a little thing that says, I don't break for Leafs. <laughs> That's money. Yeah. Doodling Daryl has done it again. Oh, folks. So good. Because this guy is all about like, look, the buses are all coming. It's a fleet of buses heading to the CTC. That is Boots on the bus. Boots on the bus. Positive Pillsy in the mix. They did me dirty with the blue eyes. You know what? He he really nailed the jersey game, too. I feel like those are the jerseys we'll be wearing that night. He did nail it. He knows. Daryl does not know. Boots on the ground from At Laleem's Marsh, and he's drinking his beer out of a boot. Like This guy (laughs) is so detailed, so elite what he does. We absolutely love doodling Daryl. So – Pretty sick. Absolutely love it. Um, so appreciate everyone for a little sneak peek. And uh, yeah, it's going to be awesome. Gleep Central Pub is going to print those straight out. So we're fired up. We're going to get the last couple things in there and, and it should be out in the next couple days. Now, we do have some notes to get to as well. But first or after, should we do our Sen Central standouts? Because Let, really let's do great. the standouts now, then end off with the notes. Okay, yeah. sounds good. Sen Central standout number one, Pilsy. I will go to you. And as I snap it over to you, give me two more names because I've got Brady. I've got Timmy. We said Thomas Shabbat. Who else did we say? Ridley. 
Just because he hasn't had them yet, he's the young yeah, guy. Yeah, true. I, That's a smart choice, Martian. Yes. And because he got sent down. No spoilers to our news. Him, our oh, Catholic what? as well, and Matt Sogard. So I guess they'll get some games in. For Casty, yep. it's probably like, yo, because he's coming back from injury, it's almost like a, a free conditioning stint. And Belleville does have a week off after this weekend, so it's not like he's going down to play three and four or anything like that. Um, so it's great to see. Pilsy, your number one standout from this game. I mean, you're passing it to me. I'm taking the low-hanging fruit here. Actually, there's two options that could be really good. So I guess it's not that low-hanging. I'm going with Brady Kachuk, though. I mean, captain shit right here. It doesn't get personified what Ottawa Senators fans want their leader to be more than Brady Kachuk. Not only does he score the game-winning goal, he hits the over shots. We all love that, Martian. I know you love that as well. I really love um, that, especially on a game-winning goal. Yeah, especially. It was a triple whammy for me. Brady shots over, regulation win, and money line. So that's my guy right there at FanDuel. You just use that, the, the what you want and buy a Brady Kachuk jersey. Like, he, he deserves that. Yeah, I really should get on that. I don't have a Brady jersey. That is got to be your next one. And Pilsy, for the second time in the last two weeks, Brady's fourth shot on goal to hit the over at FanDuel is a game-winning goal. Yep, legendary. Absolutely legendary. And not only that, Ross, but he has the wherewithal to not get tricked by these little Habs guys buzzing around him, trying to get uh, him in the (laughs) penalty box for five minutes. He just gets the fly swatter out, get out of here, and moves on. That's smart because at the end of a period, things can get heated. Jack, I even got a couple tosses in a couple side uh, long hooks in. So that could have pissed Brady off. He says, nope, I'm better than this. I don't need to be meddling with these with these Habs players. So that is captain shit right there. Brady Kachuk is my first Sen Central standout. I love that guy. <laughs> and uh, after a goal and an assist... <laughs> In tonight's game, Brady Kachuk is up to 20 <laughs> points in 24 career games against the Montreal Canadiens. 45 Ooh. penalty minutes, averaging just under 18 minutes per game. Uh, absolutely fantastic the way you all broke that down, Pilsy. I love I that was guy. deciding what, what word to use at the end there. And I was going to go with dude, uh, player, and then I was like, nope, guy. I love that guy. I love the guy. Martian, what do you have for your first Sen Central standout? Uh, Ross, I really just want to do you the courtesy here. I'm going to let you take it. I, I think I, I got to. I know I don't have I know I don't have to. I just I just feel like being polite just because I, I feel like my guy's going to be nice there guy. after you're done. Okay. What do you think about that? About you being nice? <laughs> about you going next. Oh, you oh, want me to just go oh, next? I thought you were going to, like, leave me a guy. No, you can't. No, I'm just handing it off to the host here. The, our good host, Ross Levitan, Locked On Senators Podcast. Please take the next Send Central standout. <laughs> no, because that's awkward. Because what if no. I go somewhere? What if I step on your toes? Because now I have you to. Okay, fine. Ross, he has steel-toe boots on. You can't step on his toes. I, I ruined the flow of, uh, of the sensors of standard. I realized that. but Yeah, well, we clip these now as its own standalone video, so you're really <laughs> wasting people's time here. Martian <laughs> tries to do something nice and gets shit on here. I know. I, I can't he comes to my house. I invite him to eat, like go up and help himself to the buffet, and instead of doing it, now he's wasting it. Now it's getting cold. No, right, dude, that is the worst. Right. Wait, wait, wait. I, I know we want to move on, but I have another analogy. Ross and Liam's Martian are in a driver's ed car. Ross is driving the bus, and then Martian, he's got the wheel on the other side. And he's like, nope, we're going this way. Oh. And they're just steering into each other's uh, I wheels call it, here. I, I call it a Canadian standoff where two people are going to enter sure. the same entryway, and you just, you know, neither of them wants to let the other go because they both want to be polite. But <laughs> sorry, Ross. Go ahead. You gotta, Please go ahead. <laughs> okay, oh, I'll go. I go? I'm gonna you, go. Want me to go? <laughs> you wanna go? Okay, I'm taking it. You ready? Uh, and it's not gonna be the lower hanging fruit. <laughs> Sorry. I know we always use that analogy. <clears throat> I'm taking the guy who I promised I would always take as my standout when the when he scores a goal for the Ottawa Senators. Alex to bring it. Nice. Boys, 
I just when he scores goals, this team wins games. They're twelve one and one when he scores game correct. Uh, when he scores a goal, correct me if I'm wrong. Oh, that's save the stat. That's a fantastic stat to have as as a goal scorer who came in as a as a big pickup in the offseason. He he's done nothing. You know when you know when he scores goals, this team goes well. And for me, uh, you know tonight he 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 did his job. He scored that ever coveted goal. And it was again two games in a row now where it's been a a goal scorer beat the goalie yeah, clean sniper's goal. He's shooting that puck with authority. I know there's been jokes made about him during the uh, send skills competition. He did the hardest shot. I think he came out with an 83 on his first attempt, which is you know Stutzler should have won that one. Come on. Yeah, maybe maybe not the the hardest shot ever you expect from a guy who's who's a coveted 40 goal scorer, but. For me, when he can put the puck in like that, I, I love to see that. Um, so for me, he, I mean, Debrink, it's my standout tonight, boys. And I hope he's okay. He did take a bit of a spill there at the end of the third period, and, and he looked like he was a little dinged up. I can't remember if he ended up coming back out after the fact, but um, I'm going to have to give it to him because I promised you guys I would. And uh, as, as, as I've said in the past, when – when he scores goals, the Ottawa Senators will have a way better chance of winning games, and that that's statistically proven now with a larger sample size at this point. Yeah, fair enough. All right, I got to go with Tim Stutzla to lead it off. I mean, how can I not? Four points for Timmy Superstar tonight. The guy is just getting better and better. He's getting booed at the Bell Center. An honor saved for, well, anybody, because Habs fans just don't even know how to act in large crowds or in the public. But Tim Stutzla now has 49 points in 46 games, over a point per game, ties his season total in goals from last year in 30 less games. Incredible accomplishment for him. He was also minus 27 last year. After tonight, what's he at? Because he was dash nine, and then he was plus one. So, Dash eight, certainly an improvement. But I just thought off the puck, he was awesome today. He gallops through the neutral zone. I thought all in all, fantastic performance from Tim Stutzla. Not his, uh, not his best night in the in the dot. Uh, a nice zero percent, although he didn't Ooh. take too many. Gonna pull it up right here. Although I'm sure Pillsy was all over it. Oh for six in the dot tonight, Damn. Tim Stutzla. Not Tough. ideal, but. Overall, he made some highlight reel plays. He scores some clutch goal, and then he feeds the captain for the game winner at the end. Tim Stutzla is my first Send Central standout. Who had, who had uh, Alex DeBrinkett winning more faceoffs than Tim Stutzla tonight on the bingo card? Nobody. Not me. 50% for Alex DeBrinkett, which tells me he probably took two. Yeah. <laughs> got right yeah, one for two. <laughs> nice call, Mark. Thank you. Can we go snake style? Yeah, sure. Clojure. Oh, another one loaded. I knew it. Nice. Dude, I love Clojure. I love oh. that guy. <laughs> I love the guy. I love that guy. <laughs> I love the guy. Uh, Claude Drew took 14 faceoffs, won nine of them. Obviously, gets a goal in this game as well. He's just such a leader. They they panned over to the bench and multiple times. He's standing there with Greg and with the Brinket too, saying, "I want you here. I want you there. Let's keep it rolling." And I thought that his leadership helped keep them calm in the third period as well. I just thought. Whenever he's on the ice, I'm just calm. I know that he makes smart plays defensively. He has a high work rate. He, he creates turnovers. He's just a, a player that is a joy to have on the team you cheer for. When he was on the ice tonight, send score a goal. The other team doesn't, right? Just all in all, he does the little things out there. Just an absolute treat. Claude Giroux is my second send central standout. That's beautiful, Ross, and that's and, your guy. So, As Sean says, he wins the final faceoff with 14 seconds left. Clean win. So massive. Yeah. yeah, that's actually... We actually talked good. about that, how in years past, they haven't had that automatic guy. Like, Pajot's probably the closest that they've had, and even him, he's like a career 54, 55. Drew's at like 60%, man. He's one of the best of this generation, and he's yep. been out there yeah. in every key face-off. He's the guy, and he never gets kicked out of the circle either. I don't know if that's the respect that he has. I, was say, I think yeah. that's the, you know him and the refs have a good relationship. I think he talks to them all the time. He talks to everybody out there. Let's be honest, <laughs> but I think that him and the except for Ridley Greg, because <laughs> of course we know the comments that he made in the media about Greg not talking. But yeah, Claude is just one of those guys that he's just a chatterbox out there. I'm sure the refs love him. 
And before we move on from this, talking about that draw, that was oh, so oh. funny. The camera zoomed in on Dorian, and Dorian's pissed that DJ Smith isn't calling a timeout. He's like, what? Why are we calling a timeout here? What? And then, yeah. of course, DJ calls one right after. But I just thought that was a hilarious reaction from Dorian. Did that was this photo. Our guy Christian Tremblay uh, submitted it to sends picks that go hard. Oh my God, Brady Kachuk after the game winning goal. Oh, oh. man, that is definitely sends pick that goes hard. Wow. The only yeah, problem is that Jack is halfway between the boards and and his own net. Unfortunately, missing uh, the photo as well. So. The pucks and defensive assignments aren't the only thing that Jack I missed in this game. <laughs> no, that's that that photo is so great. That goes so hard. Yeah, <laughs> that's that. fantastic. I have a hard time describing it without using vulgarities. So if uh, maybe Brady's stick wasn't in the way there, then it would be picture perfect. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I I mean, boys, that is that is pure captain shit. What we're looking at right there. Um, you, you, of course, you're up. You're up number two. Would you like to go yeah, over to, to Pillsy? You gonna hand it over to Pillsy? Uh, no, I'm not gonna be that nice, Pillsy. Sorry, I really want to talk about this guy because I never give him enough shine. And I mean, we're talking about now. This is this is what is it? Our fourth or fifth sensational standout? And we've got a guy sitting here with a three point night on his hands. Ooh. And I'm talking about the defenseman Thomas Shabbat, nice. our you know our steady Eddie, who's been around for a long time on this team. He's the guy that we always look to to be that kind of stalwart on the defensive end. And tonight, you know, he did have his, his classic few hiccups, you know, a couple bad high-sticking penalties and, you know, maybe maybe say what you will. But overall, Thomas Shabbat did his job well tonight, really well. And another night where we're talking about him playing under 25 minutes, which I think is that exact sweet spot that he needs to be playing in. Uh, he played what was it 20 23 46 tonight which is which is a you know a good amount of minutes for most defensemen but for him that's a light night and that's kind of where we want to see him there in that 24 minute range and that's three assists for Thomas Shabbat um you know at least a few of them were primary the one for sure uh but yeah I mean Thomas Shabbat boys um you know he he's pretty great out there offensively so he's going to be my standout out there um and of course another Quebecois player who's uh, getting it done against those Habs. And that's just another, you know, nail in the coffin of those Habs that we like to see. Um, just another little little prick uh, in, in the wounds of the Habs. So I'm going with Thomas Shabbat out here tonight. Love it, Martian. That was going to be my choice. That's a good one. Although, didn't love how he was so easily picked off on. I, I think it was the first Harvey Pinard goal. Only positive practice. vibes, Pilsy. Positive Pilsy. Okay, only. yes, that's true. We, we don't uh, I mean, talk about those. <laughs> yes, okay, we don't need to talk about that. Sticking to positivity, then I will continue the francophone train here. As Ross went, Claude Drew, you went, Thomas Shabbat. I'm going Matthew Joseph here. He, this is a guy that he was stuck in the doghouse. He was eating kibble. He was whining and scratching at the door at night, wanting to be let in. And he gets a big opportunity. He goes from the doghouse to sitting on a silk, velvet, uh, fluffy bed inside, going, getting to play on the top line with Brady Kachuk and Tim Stutzla. And I thought he's been pretty good lately here. I mentioned how I really liked how he uses the position of his body to slow up, let the other attackers come in, and basically force the defender to be stuck on him. He gets two assists in this one. And... He had a really good shorthanded breakaway chance. That was so close. It was very similar to Matthew Joseph's other goal where he got a goal on a three-on-five penalty kill. Yeah. And this was a four-on-five, so not as crazy. But he had the breakaway opportunity, and he made a really good effort there. So I've really been liking Matthew Joseph's game lately here. Yeah, and that assist on that Timmy goal was, was sweet, right? Where he he you could see him, he crossed the blue line, he looked up, he saw Timmy streaking, he yep. stopped up, and nobody expected, you know, he's he's not necessarily the guy you look at as like that ultra skilled player who's gonna make this, you know, fantastic spin rim a pass, but that's exactly what he did. So gotta give him credit there. And I'm not going to do what you were to do to Thomas Shabbat and talk about his blow-by in the defensive zone when uh, the Habs scored that 4-4 goal um, because to me that was just egregious at, at that time of the game for him to you know, not bear down defensively. But I won't stop on your standout, Pilsy. 
Nice. Thank you. Merci. Well, merci beaucoup. Okay, dare, dare we take a peek at the standings going into the break? Do it. Yeah, let's well. do it. I mean, I think they leapfrogged a couple teams, so it's going to look a lot better than it has. Do yeah, any teams play tomorrow? Just Buffalo. Buffalo. And Buffalo's playing Carolina, who've now won six straight games after another win tonight. But we can pull up uh, just the wild card standings. Wait, Carolina won tonight? I thought LA was up 4-1 at one yeah, point. I think they tie. Yeah, they won six straight. So, yeah, they did come back. Oh, my God. They won 5-4 in OT. Holy crap. Yeah, big game for them. Ironically, I picked up Kakanyemi in fantasy hockey today. Um, nice. Because they play today and tomorrow, so I wanted to get Oh, look at that. They passed Detroit, everyone's favorite team. Yeah, but <laughs> point, points percentage, they're still below them, right? So, Well, this isn't the AHL playoffs during COVID time, so points percentage. <laughs> not nice. Yeah, fair. Nice. Very true. So this is how things are going to sit. Obviously, Buffalo's the lone wild card. <laughs> Uh, in this nice. situation because they play tomorrow. If they lose that game to Carolina, then you're looking at 57 points as the high watermark for playoff positioning coming in with 31 games remaining. Wow, that doesn't feel like a whole lot when you really say it out loud. A32, eh? sorry. Oh, uh, games yeah, that, that all-star not. break is, is – Closer to the playoffs than you think, I guess. Especially, we need to talk about some other breaking news, Ross. Cam Talbot out three to four weeks, according to Darren Drager. Oh. That's going to make things interesting for the Ottawa Senators moving forward here. Well, that's right around the trade deadline. Like, it is, exactly. Four weeks yesterday was the trade deadline, give, give or take. In terms the, Fors, of, the Fors burglar run begins now. A little better does. than the, what was the Rid, Rid burglar run that you guys had? No, we, no, no, oh. no. We, I have I know no you time ask, for oh, the Rid burger or whatever that was. Hey, Alfie, Alfie, do you think that the Rid burglar is going to catch on? Uh, probably not. No. <laughs> okay, definitely yeah, not. Yeah. Probably, probably not. And as people are pointing out, above 500 going into the break, Ross, that's a good Christmas present for you. Okay, so here, let's look at it through this lens. Let's zoom out and then refocus. If you had told me going into the All-Star break before the season with our expectations, they would probably be, what, like two or three points behind what we kind of expected? Yeah, honestly, I would I would say that. Maybe, yeah, I would say three or four. I'd like them to be a little farther ahead, more than one game above 500. But it's with a four-game win streak here, it's not that far off from where we wanted this team to be. And it sucks that injuries are holding this team down. No Zub, no Talbot, no Norris here. But Martian, in the mix. I mean, you need, in the- you, I need you to put up a believe sign behind you. I need that. Yeah, you, you should. I, I've done I've done it a few times, right? Where the Sens have, you know, ripped off two or three wins in a row at important times, and it looks better in the standings all of a sudden. And then we all start hitting that believe sign. The thing that's going to really make me believe is if they come out of this break and they can keep it going. Because if they can't go now and and head into the the first game out of the break and or you know first few games out of the break and lose, they can't lose those games. They need to win consistently for a while to be able to get back into the hunt and continue to claw. And they're going to run out of time if they don't. So I would say the next two or three games are, or some of the more important games of the season. And, and Martian, those games are up against some pretty tough teams. You start with Edmonton at 1230 PM Eastern yeah. on the 11th, then Calgary at 7:30, And then mm-hmm. that's, part, that's the first part of a back to back up against Bo Horvat's New York I'll be Islanders BOTG there, for that so. Calgary game. I'll be BFTG for that one, so I'll be nice. watching. I'll so be watching. I, uh, Jason Nooney, right, Ross? Are the winner Noonan. of the Noonan, the winner <laughs> of the former Palace giveaway. Yeah, so yeah, me and Jason will be out there. We'll be cheering on the Sens hard uh, on that night. But yeah, like I would love to see them beat Edmonton and then have that home game where they can – um, you know, I think they're both home games, actually, if I'm not wrong. So yeah, they're, uh, on, they're on a home. They're on a home run. Oh no, they have one road game. So let's let's get into our time machine, and let's go to February 11th. They lose to the Oilers. Ah. Hey, just for, for argument's sake. Sorry. Regulation. Yeah. Okay. I don't love that energy. Speaking of game. positive <laughs> vibes, jeez. <laughs> it's an afternoon game. It's an afternoon game. 
I don't trust Ross, them. pull the schedule up uh, here okay. for our visual learners. I was going to pull up my calendar and I realized that that was done because I have the send. That's what I was looking at, but <laughs> I, I think I should probably not do that. Um, NHL.com. Um, so after that game against Edmonton, they're home to Calgary on the 13th. Then they go back to back on the 14th. They're in New York to play Bo Horvat and the Islanders. And then day off, day off, boots on those the ground. Those are three tough games right there. Yeah, but then you get a softy up against the Blackhawks, and Ross and I are undefeated while live at Ottawa Senators games. Yeah, I, I, I'm not going to look too far ahead. I just think they need to take it one at a time and do. And if they if they win against Edmonton, I really like the odds against Calgary. Following that up, um, they're kind of an inconsistent team too. I think so. Um, for me, it's really just about those first two games at home and then worry about the Islanders later because who knows what they're going to be up to after acquiring Ho- Horvat too, right? Like, I mean, I don't know who they're playing, but they could they could easily have a little bit of chemistry issues with him coming in. I doubt it because he's so sick and it's going to help like guys like Parise who are going to move down the lineup and probably, you know, get better opportunities. Um, I don't know though, man. I, I, I really, those are tough games. So they... If they win those, they're really going to be looking nice. Let's just think about that. Let's just think about them winning those games. I'm with you, Marshall. You want to give them, you want to give them four more wins? You want to double this win streak? You know how hard they had to work to win four in a row? You think they're going to win the next four? They won eight in a row last year at one point, if I'm not wrong. Didn't they not? Well, I'll tell you one thing. That Monday afternoon game in Boston is as easy of a schedule loss as you're going to get. Yeah, that's a tough one. Buddy, they've beaten the Bruins twice this year. They're the only team to do it. Yeah, but back-to-back afternoon games, I don't like that for this Ottawa Senators team, especially with no Cam Talbot. And travel in in between. So let's discuss. You mentioned that uh, Cam Talbot out the next three, four weeks. Well, the Sens have three, four. The Sens have four sets of back-to-backs to end February. Yeah. Does Forsberg just do all those, Ross? No, no. Let's no, draw okay. that somewhere, dude. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> Depends on how it look good he looks, Pelzi. Like yeah. I would say, maybe, maybe that first back to back, Calgary, New York. See, I thought the opposite, gonna... Ross. I thought the last back to back, like get Forsy starting back to back home games up against Detroit. Okay. No travel, huge points up against division rivals at home. That's gonna feel COVIDy. Hey, with two two games, both in Ottawa, both against the same team. Yeah, true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've actually got tickets to that second half of that back to back. There, I've got some. Uh, I've got some content planned. Martian. Ooh. I don't know how much I'll be actually watching the action, but I'll be on the streets. Let's just say that. Okay. Yeah. that's huge. Okay, so let's play this game. Hand pick your Mad Sogard starts this month if he's the guy who's up backing. Give me St. Louis, give me Montreal, give me one of those Detroit games. I think that's You want to give them in Montreal? Yeah. Why not? Yes. Yeah, Martian, I'm with you, except let Forzy have both those Detroit games. Although, Sogard's um, first game was a win up against Detroit, wasn't it? It certainly was, and it was in Detroit. Ooh, interesting, but these are at home. No, yeah. I'm, I'm saying... Maybe even give Sogard that game up against Calgary. This is going to sound wrong. I give him the Boston game because it's already a scheduled loss. Oh, you're just tossing it as an out. Trap, uh-huh. trap game. We we have that happen to us all the time on the other side of things, right, where the other team just throws their, their backup goalie against the Sens and it just always ends up, you know, us as fans go, oh, yes, backup goalie, and it just doesn't go as we expect. So it could work. I know that there was a rescheduled game, but this is ridiculous. Four games in five nights in February. Yeah, that's probably very close to an NHLPA uh, issue there. <laughs> it, it might even be an exception, honestly. What? Well, the- that wasn't a rescheduled. That was a rescheduled. Yeah, it was game, a rescheduled obviously. one. Yeah. Right. Ten games from the 11th to 28th of February. How many wins in those ten do they have to secure? For you to have any sort of confidence going into the trade deadline if you're Pierre Doria. Well, I'll, I'll start off. The the must-win games are the 14th up against the Islanders. That's a must-win. You're trailing that team in the wildcard race. The 17th, boots on the ground, massive 
uh, event for us. And Chris Neal, Jersey Retirement. And that's a layup team. You have to beat those. The Montreal game. And then both those Detroit games are must wins. So what's that? That's four must wins in there. Those and are those in, regulation. Those are yeah, must yeah. Win. Those are all right. Regu- well, uh, up against the Habs, who cares? That one right. doesn't matter. Well, I mean, um, you have to go above five hundred from here on out, Pelzi. For them, I think you need a seven hundred record here. But I'm just saying the must wins. Like those are must win games. All of those. Those are the ones you would look at and think that they're going to be able to pull off that. And, and yeah. then you know that Chicago one's probably, you know. One of the ones that they'll be able to take down, but definitely, I think again, one game at a time here. Let's not look too far ahead. We've done this several times, and we're always wrong, anyways. So <laughs> they could end wrong. up beating Bruins. They could end up beating the Bruins. We have to look far ahead because there is no short ahead because the Ottawa Senators don't play for eleven days. But don't think that that means the content stops. It doesn't. Claire Hanna will join us tomorrow on Locked On Senators Thursday. An old friend makes his return. Dave Poulin, former Philadelphia Flyers captain, good friend of, uh, of mine from TSN. Out of all the analysts, only guy to personally text me when I got engaged, when I got the new job. Just an all-around Pooley's good awesome. dude. I, I think good dude. And people kind of underestimate him. Like, look at his hockey career. I know a lot of people yeah. maybe didn't follow that, but – this guy's an absolute legend, and I love his analysis, and it's always been great when we've had him on the show. So look forward to that one for sure. Yeah, love that. Finalist for the Hobie Baker back when he was in college. Nice. In Notre Dame. And then Friday, I text Meth. I said, Friday, Friday, what's up, Meth? He goes, I'm going to have a good time with you guys Friday. So there you have it. I'm also working working on getting him in a postcast because you and you and uh, Meth haven't gone back back and forth. Eh, Martian? You guys oh, haven't that'll gone. be good. We need that banter. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'll be interested to see what kind of chem me and Meth can cook up. But uh, I mean, we're pretty good together on Twitter, so I'm sure it'll be fun. Yeah, well, we're all we're all gonna go for some pints, so maybe we do it right after we all actually get some uh, some in person oh, chemistry. Oh yeah, I mean, we're, we'll go to the Black Dog in Manitick and Manitick and get him a couple cold go. ones, and we we loosen him up a little bit. I'm sure, um, I'm sure we'll be able to we'll get to know him a little bit. That'll be fun. Nicholas gets it. Flyers fan, adopted yes. Jerus here. We love you. Appreciate you jumping on, Nicholas. Pooley, one of the greatest, former captain of the Philadelphia Flyers. So we're looking and forward long-time to Long-time captain as well, Ross. And I'm thinking next week we try to circle back and get Boosh on. And I feel like we need Martian for that one again. That was fun when we had all four of us on. Which time. Boosh? Papa Boosh or Junior Boosh? Oh, Junior Either one. Either one. Papa Bear might have to make a return. He's one of my I think, favorite. you know what? You know what? I think Papa Bear might be a good uh, champion here. I mean, uh, Tyler might be out for a little while, I, yeah. I feel like. Uh, I don't know if no, he's out for a while. So, time to yeah. do it. Um, let him get uh, – maybe – I don't know. We'll, we'll talk about it. But I think maybe just let him let him get going yeah. a little bit before you get him back on. So it's, he's riding high instead of being, you know – Injury. I like that. I was gonna yeah. say that we need. I was gonna say that we need to have him on to you know keep his spirits high, just like Josh Norris want to travel with the team. Dude, a little tire pump might be good for him too. You're right. That's the not morale. a bad call. We're the more. That's why you want me there. <laughs> no, it's all good. Okay, no, I'll go- be happy, I'll be, I would be happy to be on that again. Obviously. All right, let's wrap it up with the goggle video. Tim Stutzla has been given the goggles from Anton yeah, Forsberg. Great call. Nice. His night and the fact that it's the two owners of the Montreal Canadiens to get the victory for the Sens tonight in dramatic fashion just as the cherry on top going into this break. Sens have won four straight and if nothing else, they are showing that there is no quit in this team and that they're going to battle through whatever adversity comes their way. I'm not here to talk about the refs like Habs fans love to do. I'm definitely not here to complain about injuries. I can understand why Habs fans would maybe make mention of a few key guys out of the lineup, but I'm not saying Ottawa's in the position they're in because of Zoo being out a lot of the year or Norris. Like, There's been some malfunctions, especially defensively, yep. but the fact they've battled through this, and ever since that whiteboard meeting between Debrinket, Giroux, and DJ Smith, the Ottawa Senators are 4-0. and They're undefeated in the Ridley-Gregg era and are now 12-1-1 and when Alex Debrinket scores a goal like that in itself is a fantastic stat. Pilsy, how are you going to remember this stretch as we really have to carry it through the next 11 days? But how would you wrap it all up, bottle it up? If you're DJ Smith, how do you bottle it up and keep it for the week and then open it up in the dressing room right before that Saturday afternoon against Edmonton? I think you make sure that the boys know that 
They've bought into, it seems like the last four games, we've really gotten away from that dump and chase, meat and potatoes type of game and really ramped up the offensive skill. Like, look at all the goals that the Sens scored up against the Habs, or at least most of them in this game. They're just good, clean wristers from their elite talent. Like, let that shine. Why do you have to play bump and crash, jump and chase hockey all the time? Sometimes mm-hmm. you just need to let that elite top six shine. And what have we seen? Claude Giroux, named top player of the week in the NHL. Uh, Brady Kachuk lighting it up. Tim Stutzla having a great stretch. Alex Dabrinkit doing great. Like, Thomas Shabbat has played so much better recently. So they've really kind of focused on, hey, maybe us trying to collapse towards the net, uh, trying to play a checking game. Maybe that's not our strength. Our strength is we'll play a run-and-gun game like they did tonight. It'll come back to bite us sometimes. And sure, we might have to win some games 5-4 where we're trading chances and trading goals in the third period right till the end. But you got to bet on your talent. You got to bet on these guys. And I mean, I sure have uh, with our friends at FanDuel. It's gotten me a couple shekels here and there. But that's, I think that's the glowing message is hey, we've really focused in on ramping up the offense for our top dogs. And we're on mm-hmm. a four game win streak here. So that's what I would kind of harp on, Ross, going into it is. We know our strengths and we're going to keep on relying on this style of hockey to get it done. Because especially when you have one of your top goalies in the tandem goalie system out for a couple weeks, you're going to have to trade chances and hope that Forsberg can stand up tall. Yeah. We appreciate you, brother. How many wins until you guys start wearing purple ties during the postcast? I was almost (laughs) thinking we had to jersey up again because that was the win. Now, the thing is, we didn't do anything different for the first game. I feel like that's when you have to get into your superstitions. If anyone doesn't understand where he's getting at, DJ Smith has been wearing a purple tie every game because hockey fights cancer was um, no, for a mental health initiative. uh, Do it for Darren was why they were all wearing purple for that Islanders game. DJ Smith goes, we win, we stay purple. We win. DJ's going to have to keep on going out and buying new purple ties here and there to keep it fresh. But, Pilsy, I, I just wanted to tack on to what you were saying there. You're exactly right there, man. Like, it's a possession game these days, and especially when you have a team that is more skilled offensively than the, the team you're up against, which is the case for the Sens versus the Habs, they need to hold the puck and make plays. You can't always – and I know, you know, the classic line with Troy Mann when you guys had him on was the possession versus pursuit, right? There's a time and a place. And I think that that needs to definitely be the mentality of the team going forward here is, you know, when you have time and space and you can make a play, do that. Don't just dump it in because, you know, our third and fourth line has guys like Austin Watson who, who just are incapable of making offensive plays. You know, maybe when you play against a team like the Leafs, who outskill you when you, I mean, when when you look at it, I mean, that's up for debate. But you know, they don't love the physicality, and you can change your game plan and tailor things to to the team you're up against. Um, but tonight, they executed what they needed to execute. I think they could have had a few more goals tonight for sure. Honestly, it has could the Habs? They hit a couple posts. Uh, but also, also posts, you yeah. know, that, that's, that's the way they need to play to be successful. I completely agree with you. Our good friend, Steve on sends right? Are the sends actually playing good hockey or did they just play three straight against the league? <laughs> I mean, fair. He's yes. good. Uh-huh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's elite. That's elite right there. Yeah. Do it for Darren guys. That's uh, that's a great sentiment that I awesome. see going on in the chat all right we hit an hour we appreciate everyone for jumping on the postcast we'll have more with claire hannah tomorrow guys you nailed it tim stutzla 70 percent of the vote for the goggles tonight anton forsberg clearly turned the postcast on on his phone but if he missed any of it he would be sure to download the entirety of the postcast each and every time on the locked on senators postcast feed which is the same as where you can find the podcast anywhere you get yours and on youtube thank you so much for 5,000 subscribers we're on the road to 10,000 now we don't look back we look forward which is what the senators need to do going in to this 11 day break so now get ready for plenty of content of just being jealous that they're on vacation and you're not but it's well earned it's four straight wins for the ottawa senators martian any final thoughts from you before we say goodbye for this evening I might just take a quick page of the Pelzi's book here and just say, go sense, go baby. Yes, Martian. Yes. That's a feel good one for me. Ole, 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 ole. 
Ole. Ole. Go, Sens. Pelzi, you got any final thoughts? I'm going to take a page out of Leem's Martian's book, taking a page out of my book. Go, Sens, go. Let's go. Four-game win streak heading into the break. A 2-1 win over the Islanders, followed up with a 6-2 win up, up against the Leafs. Forsberg goes back-to-back games, a 5-0 shutout win, and he says, I'll run it back. Maybe not a shutout this time, but a 5-4 win in regulation. The captain gets it done at the end. That's a great way to be sent off. Thank you to everyone in the chat. This has been an absolutely thrilling postcast. Woo! Final thoughts for me. I'm just going to steal Paul's thoughts. We go boots on the plane at 10K subs. Yes, we've been teasing a Road Warriors Send Central meetup. Yes. We've been talking about Vancouver a bit. We've been thinking. We'll continue to think. But I think 10,000 subs might be the, the goal that we set to treat ourselves to a little Sens roadie. Hell yeah. All right. We'll leave it at that for tonight. The Sens win 5-4. If you missed any of the postcast or the podcast, go find it and wherever you get your podcast. Appreciate everyone, man. The chat's been super supportive tonight. We appreciate a couple Habs fans coming in, taking their licks. Bang, bang, boom. Uppercut, KO in regulation. Have a good night. Ole, ole, ole. For Brandon Piller and at Laleem's Martian, I'm Ross Levitan, and this has been the Locked On Senators postcast presented by the Glebe Central Pub and the Sens win in regulation. Four points for Tim Stutzla, two points for Brady Kachuk. Anton Forsberg is solid when he needs to be in goal. And Arbor Jacki had the best view in the entire Bell Center of Brady Kachuk scoring the game-winning goal. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Claire Hanna joins Locked On Senators. It's your team every day.